Welcome to Kingdom Living Ministries, where our vision is knowing God, loving people, and making disciples. We trust this week's message will be a blessing to your life. Enjoy the teaching ministry of KLM. Yes, today, welcome. (laughs) And so we're going to get started. If you need a Bible, there is a Bible, should be at the end of your row. Um, You can take a Bible. I'm going to be preaching out of the ESV as well as the NASB. New American Standard Bible. And so if you need a Bible, go ahead and get that. And, um, and that is our gift from, from our hearts to yours. Uh, so you can have that Bible. You can underline it, highlight it. I mean, know that it's good to have multiple Bibles, translations, I should say. And so, so that you can go. I know everybody got the app and the e-books, but there's nothing like a physical Bible. And so just to have it out, sometimes I get out all of my Bibles, not all of them, I say like three or four of them, and, and I look up different translations of, of a particular passage, and it helped me to see what that, what God is saying. Amen. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we do thank you for this opportunity to, to speak your word. Lord, as we talk about the joy of Christmas, we thank you, Father, for sending Jesus that Jesus became a man, a baby, was born of a virgin to rescue us from your wrath, your judgment, damnation, and even our sins. For his name is Emmanuel, for God is with us, for he shall save his people from their sins. And we want to thank you for sending Jesus, for saving us from our sins. Father, I pray as your son and as your slave, you granted to me supernatural divine utterance that I may boldly make known the mystery of the gospel. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 If you have your Bibles, go with me to Psalm. Well, actually, before we go to Psalm 107, let's do Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2. Today, we're going to talk real brief. Um, on the joy of Christmas. Everybody say the joy of Christmas. Um, Philippians chapter 2. Let's jump down to verse 5. It says, having this mind, or have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but empty himself empty himself by taking the form of a servant. That word in the Greek is slave. Thank you. And it says, uh, being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the father, amen, to the reading of the word. So Philippians chapter two, verses five through 11, um, we're going to talk about the joy of Christmas. And this is a wonderful passage dealing with this, and then we'll jump to Psalm 107. And here we see that it talks about having this mind that was in Christ Jesus. So what was in the mind of Christ Jesus? Well, just to make it real brief, he had a mind to serve. 
He had the interests of others and not his own. See, Jesus didn't come to set up, a, get a house, get a wife like that naturally and have some kids. But he had a mission for this reason, of this cause, he came to die and to be resurrected from the dead. And so he had the mission of God on his mind. How many know that we should have the mission of God on our mind? We should be thinking about what has God designed us to, why, why did God create us? And what did God have in mind? And here Jesus was born to die. Everybody say born to die. He did not come just to settle in this world. My wife says it all, all so well. She says, we're too, um, we get too comfortable in this life. We love this life too much. And we're not willing to let it go. How many know that we're one breath away from eternity? We, we can step into eternity just like that. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm excited about going into eternity. I know I have a lot more work to be done, but I, I'm excited about seeing Jesus. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. about being with the Father and the Holy Spirit and the angels and the saints. And so we are one eternity, one breath away from eternity. Um, I, I've heard, heard recently there were several people who overdosed in Rawway recently. I think in the last 48 hours, it was in the news. And so we, we are not promised tomorrow. And so we need to be mindful of those things. So here, the joy of Christmas is that Jesus became, although he was in the form of God, although he is God, the Bible says in John chapter one, it says in the beginning was the what? Come on, y'all gonna help me preach. In the beginning was the? And the word was with? And, and the word was? Okay, and you jump down to verse 17, and the word became flesh. So we see that Jesus is God. Um, we, we believe in the triune God, the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so Jesus, um, there was the will of the Father to send Jesus, the Son, on the earth to redeem humanity. Amen. And so the joy of Christmas is that we forever going to be with the Father. The goal of Christianity is that we know God and we're going to fellowship with God and we're going to be with him for all eternity. Jesus said it like this. He sent out some disciples to cast out some devils. And um, he says, you know, and, and, you know, use my name and drive out demons, heal the sick, raise the dead. And they were excited. They came back because they said demons are subject to us in your name. And he says, don't rejoice so much that demons are subject to you in my name, but rejoice rather that your names are written in the Lamb's book of life or the book of life. And how, how many know that we need to rejoice? And that was the joy that was set before Jesus, us, that he was going to gain us. And so here he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. But the Bible says he emptied himself by taking the form of a slave. Servant here, ESV, King James says servant, but um, the Greek actually says slave. He became a slave. Here's the king of kings and the Lord of lords becoming a slave. Born, um, um, placed in a manger among um, animals. Um, he stripped himself of his glory. Let me, let me, this is, this is going to blow your mind. Guess what? Jesus did not minister as God, but he ministered as a man. The Bible says here, he says he emptied himself. So whenever you see Jesus doing miracles, whenever you see Jesus forgiving, forgiving sins and so forth, guess what? He's ministering as an agent of God. 
not as his deity. Are y'all with me? And so how many know that God doesn't need to be anointed? You know that, right? Go with me to Acts chapter 10. The joy of Christmas. The Bible says he emptied himself. He emptied himself. So what, what does that mean for us? I'm glad you asked. Go, go to um, Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10 is one of my favorite scriptures. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Acts chapter 10, verse 38 says this. Here's Peter preaching. He's proclaiming the good news to Cornelius and his family. And he says, verse 38, and how God anointed who? Jesus. And that's what we just said, that God didn't have to be anointed, right? God, we know that Jesus was baptized. How many know that God doesn't have to be baptized? So Jesus emptied himself of his deity, so whenever you see Jesus ministering, you see him ministering as a man who is anointed. Are you with me? And, and guess what? Not only is he our substitute, I mean, and our sacrifice, but he is our example. So Jesus is teaching us how to minister. He says, get anointed. With the Holy Ghost and power. Acts 10, 38. Let's go. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with who? The Holy Spirit and what? With power. So again, we said that, G, that God doesn't need to be anointed, but Jesus emptied himself in order to become a slave to live a righteousness life. So where the first Adam fell, the second, second Adam fulfilled and obeyed. First Adam disobeyed. Second Adam came, who in the last Adam, who is Jesus, said, this is how you do it. This is how you live it. Where the children of Israel failed in the wilderness for how many years were they in the wilderness? 40, 40 years. And Jesus was in the wilderness for how many days? 40. And he says, this is how you obey God in during the season of temptation. So where, where humanity fell... The son of man, being anointed by God, the father came to demonstrate this is how you live. Amen. So when he was tempted, he wasn't tempted as God, but he was tempted as a man anointed by the Holy Spirit. And it goes on. It says he, he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for that God for God was with him. All right, so we know from the scriptures, Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 through 11, how God became, how Jesus became a man. Can you imagine what was going through the mind of Mary? How is this possible that the son of God was going to be born through her as an instrument that she was going to carry the son of God? I mean, that just had to blow her mind. I mean, it, she really had to have a supernatural faith. Because I don't know if my fiance came to me and says, uh, I'm pregnant with the son of God. I'm like, oops, wrong one. We're going to be, we're not going to be engaged anymore. I'm going to run. She's crazy. I imagine that's what Joseph was thinking. Said, oh, he, she's playing games. She really slipped up and slept with someone else. And the Bible says he was going to put her away silently, gracefully. And he's like, you know, he was older. How I many know Joseph was older than Mary? Mary was a teenager. 
And then somewhere along the line, after Jesus was born, they had some other kids. They had quite a few kids. And then Joseph died. But we don't have any information about Joseph. I wonder why he died. I don't know. That's just questions I have. And, and we know that by the time Jesus went to the cross, he was gone because Jesus told John, his disciple, says, take care of my mother and your mother. And he did. And we know from church history that G Mary was part of um, the church at Ephesus. Did y'all know that? Now you do. <laughs> so Timothy, who was also a, um, um, a pastor at one point at the church of Ephesus, he got, to he got a chance to pastor Jesus's mother. But I, I'm just taking a side note. But can, you, can you imagine, you know, Jesus' um, mother, Mary, says, you know, hey, I, I, I'm Jesus's mother. You're going to serve me. <laughs> no, Mary didn't have that attitude. Um, even though she was the the mother of God, <laughs> um, she had an attitude of a servant. And that's why she was chosen. You know, God chose her. And I think sometimes we can get an attitude. Here's Jesus. She could have even said, I want to be the pastor of this church. I raised the boy. I taught him what he had to know in order to fulfill the call of God. I carried God in me. She didn't have that attitude. And then when it was time for them to receive the Holy Spirit, she was up in the upper room and received the Holy Spirit and spoke in tongues. Okay, so let's go to Psalm 107, the joy of Christmas. The joy of Christmas. Everybody say the joy of Christmas. Psalm 107, let's start with verse 1, and then we'll, we'll get to 20. Psalm 107, verse 1, it says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is what? Good, for his steadfast love endures forever. All right, so the Lord is good. It says, oh, give thanks to who? Because what? He is, he is good. And so let's obey that scripture. Take a few moments. Oh, give thanks. Come on, let's thank God for he is good. Father, we thank you. You are good. You are good. We worship you. We praise you. You are good. You are good. You are good. We worship you for your steadfast love. We obey the word. It says, oh, give thanks. We give you thanks for Christmas, for the, the celebration of the anointed one, the celebration of Jesus, the Christ, the Christ who died in our place, the, the Christ who was raised for our justification, the Christ who ever lives to make intercession for us, the Christ who is coming again. We give you thanks and we praise you. We thank you for your steadfast love. Whenever you see scriptures, you want to obey it. So lift up your hands and worship God. Whatever the scripture says, you want to obey it. So it says, oh, give thanks. And so here um, it says, for he is good. I was reflecting upon the goodness of God the other day, and I realized that in 2017, God has been good. Yes. And God is good. And in my future, I know he's going to be good. Yes. God, we serve an all good God. He is not a bad God. He's not out to destroy us. Amen. Amen. He's out to do us some good. He's just like how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power who went about doing good. God wants to do you some good. Amen. Amen. So whenever he tells you to obey him, he has you on his mind. Have you thought about that? All the um, obedience, all the things, the commands of God was for the benefit of the people of God. 
He told the children of Israel to circumcise. And we know circumcision helps to deliver us from diseases. Come on. Amen. He told us to be faithful to our spouses. Why? Because th- th- there's, uh, there's a harmony that when a person's been married to the same person and then faithful to her, if you're not faithful, you got all a lot, lot of more dramas. Come on. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I, I, um, and so here, whatever God commands us to do, he has our benefits in mind. He, he tells us to honor our parents. So why? You can live long. <laughs> and so your days on the earth could be well. He tells us to um, honor him with our money. Why? So he can fill our vats or our, 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 our storehouses up. Amen. He tells us to owe no man nothing but to love him. Why? He's telling us to get out of debt and stay out of debt. Come on. It's better to be the lender than the borrower because the borrower is the slave to the lender. Come on. If we will only obey God and hear his voice and and do what he says, we will have so much a better life. Amen. 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 And then better life is not just in the sweet by and by. Godliness is profitable for here and now and, and, and later. Amen. So God, serving God is going to benefit you here and later. Okay. Verse two. I'm sorry, I got caught up in that. The joy of Christmas. Let the redeemer of the Lord, what? Say so. Um, whom he has redeemed from what? Trouble. trouble. You should just do a word search on trouble. Just look at all the promises as it relates to trouble that God promised to deliver us from trouble. He never promised that we will never have trouble. He promised to deliver us from trouble. Amen. And so the scripture says, let the redeemer of the Lord say so. And I think what we fail is we don't say enough. We don't say enough to ourselves. We don't say enough to other people. It's easier to complain. It's easier to not give thanks. And, and how many know that we don't need to complain? It says that an unholy and ungrateful generation, they complain. He says do all things without complaining and grumbling. And, 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 and so we need to u- utilize our words and say so. It says let the redeemer of the Lord say so. Amen. So, um, if you're struggling with, with, with joy, having joy, and being depressed, pull on the fruit of joy in your life. How many know that we have the fruit of the Spirit? Can, can y'all name the fruit of the Spirit? Don't, don't name them, but who, who says I can name the fruit, all, all eight fruit of the Spirit? Is it eight fruits? It's nine. And it's eight gifts, right? Is it eight gifts? Seven gifts? Oh, y'all need some Bible study. <laughs> it's nine gifts? In, in nine gifts and nine what? Okay, I just want to check. <laughs> See if y'all know. We, we want to teach you about the fruit of the Spirit next year uh, in 2018. So here it says, um, if you're, you're dealing with depression, pull on the fruit of joy. Joy belongs to you. How many ever ever felt like crying? Come on. Let me see you. Who's never ever felt like crying? Raise your hand. Come on, stand up, stand up, stand up. <laughs> One person, okay. The rest of us are just humans, right? All right. So whenever you're feeling uh, the pressure of life, the trials and the tribulation, pull on that fruit of the Spirit. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. We're talking about the joy of Christmas. So just think about Jesus. Make yourself think about how good he is. Think about how God loves us so much that he sent Jesus to die for us. Make yourself think about that. Pull on the fruit of joy. Joy is a force and it could destroy your depression. Come on. 
Amen. So, so let's thank God for joy. Father, we want to thank you for joy. We thank you for the joy of the Lord is our strength. And we pull on the fruit of joy. May this be a joyous life. Oh, even in the midst of challenges and trials and tribulations, may we have joy, Jesus' joy, joy that the world cannot take away. Amen. All right, let's jump down to verse 20. I'm almost finished. It says, he sent his word, and what did he do? And he healed them and delivered them from their destruction. God sent his word, Jesus, and healed us and delivered us from our destruction. And that's not talking about spiritual healing. Come on. We don't need to be spiritually healed. We need to be spiritually recreated. We need to be born again. But we do need some physical healing. We do need some emotional healings. Come on. So God sent his word and healed us and healed us. Amen. And delivered us from our destruction. How many know that we have had destruction? So God sent Jesus. Why did God send Jesus? To save his people from their sin. To redeem them from the curse of the law. To reveal the Father to them. To show them how to live. To deliver them from their destruction and to heal them. One of the reasons that Jesus came is to deliver us from our sins, but also is to heal our bodies. Just like salvation is as easily, um, you can receive salvation just like that. You can receive healing just like that. You can receive deliverance from depression just like that. So God is a, is a mighty working God. He's a God that wants to deliver us from destruction. Anything that is destroying your life, God wants to deliver you from. I would even say this. God has already delivered you from your destructions. It's just you receiving it and walking in it. Amen. All right. Two more scriptures. Romans 8, the joy of Christmas. Everybody say the joy of Christmas. Christmas. Pray this prayer. Say, Father, Father, restore unto me me the joy of my salvation. salvation. In Jesus' name. The restoration of joy of our salvation is the joy of Christmas. This is why Jesus came. He came to give us life and life what? More abundantly. abundantly. So we are to live in the abundant life. We're to live in the overflow of God, the life of God. We have God's life inside of us. We have God's strength inside of us. We have his we have his ability inside of us. He tells us we can do all things through Christ which strengthens us. Amen. Romans 8. Let's look at verse 2. You should underline this. Should memorize it. For the law of the spirit of life. In Christ, Jesus has set us free from, excuse me, my mind is going KJV. I'm sorry, ESV says, for the law of spirit of life has set us free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. The law of the spirit of life, the law of the spirit of life. Let me let me read this in NASB says this. Let's go to Romans 8 real quick. Romans chapter 8, verse 2 says, For the law 
of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. The joy of Christmas. The law of the spirit. Everybody say, for the law of the spirit spirit. of life life. in Christ Jesus Jesus has set me free free from the law law of sin and death. Okay, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So what what is that law? The law of love, the law of joy. Come on. The law of of God's grace. We're no longer under the law or under the condemnation of God, but we're in the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. What's the law of sin and death? The wages of sin is? All right. And so we're free from death. We're free. I mean, when it's talking about death, that doesn't mean that Christians are not going to die physically. It just simply means we're no longer separated from God. We're set free from anything that includes separation from God. Amen. And we're free from the law, the the, the, the ugly offsprings of the law of sin and death. What are some ugly offsprings of the law of sin and death? Come on, spit them out. Come on, help me out. Poverty, sickness, death. Come on. What, 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 there's some other stuff. Huh? Hate, adultery, lying. We're free from all those things. The ugly offsprings of the law of sin and death. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. We're no longer under the curse. Deuteronomy 28 talks about the the curses. So we've been redeemed from the curses. We've been redeemed from spiritual death. No longer are we separated from God. Now we have life and life more abundantly. He that has the son has life. He that does not have the son does not have life. Why are you taking my manger? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he was trying to be slick with it. <laughs> um, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. I'm no longer under the curse. I'm no longer. I, you can't curse what God has blessed. The joy of Christmas. God brought with him when Jesus came into my life. He brought his blessings. He brought his, his joy, his peace. Not only do I have peace with God, I have peace of from God. Amen. We're free from the law of sin and death. So when you see that law of sin and death operating, not here. I'm not, I'm not, that's, not, that's not part of my inheritance. That's not part of my, the joy of Christmas. That's not, that's not part of my relationship with the Father. Amen. Amen. We're, we're set free. Come on. Say, I'm set free from the law of sin and death. For the law of the Spirit... Of life life. in Christ Jesus Jesus. has set me free free. from the law of sin and death. death. I want you to meditate on that as you go into 2018. Think about that. Let that become a reality. Think about all the law, the law of sin and death, the ugly offsprings of that. And think about the wonderful offsprings of the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. That wonderful relationship. That cannot be broken. He cannot deny me as his child. No man can pluck me out of his hand. For the law of the spirit of life, of life in Christ Jesus. My life is hidden in Christ. So when he appears, he who is my life, 
I shall appear with him. I'm seated together in heavenly places with him. He'll never deny me. The spirit of adoption is inside of me. My spirit cries, Abba, Father. So it doesn't matter if your, your natural father was jacked up and was unfaithful and was not in your life. Your heavenly father makes up the difference. Right. Amen. He'll, he'll make it to a point of in your life that no one can tell that you didn't have a father in your life because he'll make up the difference. He's a good father. He'll father you right. Come on. Amen. He'll teach you right. He'll train you right. He'll punish you right. Come on. He'll do what's right about you. Everything he has in mind, everything that he does for us is for our good. It's for our benefit. It's going to make us more like his son, our elderly brother, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 So today, if you're here and you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior and as your Lord and you want to like to rededicate or recommit yourself or give your life to Christ, I want you to be bold and brave enough to lift up and say, I don't know Jesus, but I want to receive Jesus now. Is there anyone here who says, I don't have Jesus in my life, but I want to be born again. I want to be saved. Is there one? Every eye open, every head up. Is there one? There's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. And God is waiting to calling his people to himself. He's calling people to himself. And if there's a tug on your heart, that is the spirit of God calling you to himself. Is there one? Is there anyone here who would like to rededicate or renew their faith in Christ? Says, I once was walking with Christ, but somewhere along the line, I allowed the law of the sin, the law of sin and death to affect my walk. I want to get back under the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Is there one who would like to rededicate or recommit yourself to Christ? It doesn't matter if you've been coming to church, but how's your relationship? How's your fellowship? Is, are you and God on the same page? As many of us, God is ahead of us when we should be walking with him. Is there one here? Is there anyone here who would like to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit and speak in other tongues? Says, you know, I, I, I don't, I heard you talk about speaking in tongues, but I want to receive this precious gift. I want to be able to communicate with my heavenly father on a higher level. If, if that's you that say, hey, I, I want to receive the, the one, my, my prayer language. Is there one? And my last call is, is there one who would like to receive healing for your physical body? It says, my body has been, we, I was just down in South Carolina last week, right? Last week. Last week, and um, a couple people got healed. Amen. Amen. We believe in praying to the Father, and His power is released, and we believe that it is God's will for all to be well. Amen. If, if, there, if I was dealing with a person who's on a deathbed, and, and they had some kind of sickness. My main concern, of course, would be that they re receive Christ as their Savior. Then after that, I says, even if you want to go home to be with the Lord, let God heal you and then die. <laughs> and so if there's one here who says, I, I want to receive healing for my physical body. I want you to be bold and brave enough to lift your hands and say, that's me. I need healing for my physical body. Okay. Amen. All right, I'm going to actually take a step of faith to come forth so I can pray with you. Actually, Alan Jean, Minister Alan Jean, come up, come up, quickly. Yeah, you got the healing power of God in you. Come on. Just standing straight ahead right here, facing me. 
If you need healing for your physical body, come up. Oh, oh just now too? Okay. Yes. Okay, Destin's coming. Okay. All right. I'm going to wait for Destin, but I just want you to know that Jesus is the healer. Amen? Amen. We're just instruments. Let me read a couple of scriptures while um, Destin is coming. Uh, Mark chapter 16. Mark chapter 16 says this. Mark chapter 16 says, and um, he said to them, verse 15, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons and they will speak with new tongues and they will pick up serpents with their hands. And if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. And they will lay their hands on the what sick and they will recover. And so when Mr. Minister Allen lays his hands on you, I want you to release your faith and know that you will recover. All right? So go ahead and go in line. Okay, so what I want y'all to do, we're going to say a little prayer. Lift up your hands. Just lift up your hands. Okay. Lift up your hands, and I want you to receive Jesus as your healer. Say, Father God, Father I, come before you I come before you on the basis of the blood, the blood of Jesus. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is my Lord. I ask for your forgiveness and I embrace for your forgiveness. Now I will receive by faith Christ as my healer. Jesus, thank you for becoming sick for me that I may be well. I receive you as my healer. As hands are laid upon me, I expect the power of God to go into my body to destroy any sickness, any disease, any discomfort in Jesus' name. I receive by faith my healing. As Minister Allen lays hands on me, the power of God will go into my body to destroy the works of the enemy in Jesus' name. Now lay hands in faith. When he lays his hands on you, release your faith, all right? In the name of Jesus, receive your healing. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father, for the power of God going into her body, flowing into her body now. In Jesus' name, command her body to line up with the word of God. We thank you for the power of God now. In Jesus' name. How you feel? How you feel? How you feel? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Y'all better praise God. Come on, give God some praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. What was wrong? What was wrong? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, uh, I have, um, uh, you had, <laughs> oh, praise God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. You will not. Hallelujah. Thank God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Go back to your seats rejoicing. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. All right. Go ahead. Raise your hand. 
when Minister Allen lays hands on you, the power of God is going to go into your body. So release your faith when he lays hands on you. Now go, lay hands in faith in Jesus' name. Be healed from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet in Jesus' name. I thank you that your power goes into Nadira's body, causing a healing and a cure in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. We take you at your word. How do you feel? How do you feel? How you, you a lying church, right? No, no, no. <laughs> you don't want me asking what was wrong? My sinuses. Sinuses, amen, amen. We believe your sinuses are healed. Amen, amen. Praise God. Amen. Lift up your hands, lift up your hands. Say, Father, I receive Christ as my healer. As hands are laid upon me, God's power will go into my body and heal my body. In Jesus' name, give the hands. In Jesus' name, receive the power of God. Receive Christ the healer. We curse this virus. We command it to go. We drive it out. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. From the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, he is healed. We thank you, Father. We praise you, Lord. We give your name glory and honor, Father. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. How you feel, sir? How you feel? Okay, well, by faith, receive your healing. Say, Father, I receive my healing. Now praise God. Close your eyes. Praise God. Hallelujah. Lift their hands. <laughs> praise God. Okay. Father, we thank you. In, right? Okay. Go ahead and lay hands. Father, in the name of Jesus, we praise you. We praise you, Lord. We thank you for Ian's complete healing in Jesus' name, that the power of God goes into his body, working a healing and a cure. is by the stripes of Jesus, he's healed. I thank you, Father. You've not, not, never, ever denied a person from healing. You've never denied a child from healing. I thank you, Father. By faith, I thank you that he is healed. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. How you feel, Ian? You feel better? <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Let's say, you, you raise your hand. I was going to ask can I stay in this place with someone? You sure can? Come on up. You can stand in proxy for someone else. <laughs> Minister Allen, come on. You got this. Hallelujah. Raise your hand. Okay, who is this for, if you don't mind? Uh, my uncle. Okay. Like two weeks ago, he was in a really bad car accident. Okay. He's been in a coma since. Okay, amen. We, we, you remember the centurion came on behalf of his servant? Mm -hmm. So you come in on behalf of your uncle. That's scriptural. So we're going to touch and agree, amen? Amen. amen. Go ahead and pray. Father, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. In the name of Jesus. So, your healing power. So, yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. So, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In the Receive in Jesus' name. He'll live and not die. He'll live and not die. He'll live and not die in Jesus' name. We send the power of God. You sent your word and healed him in the name of Jesus. We call him forth in Jesus' name. We thank you that the power of God goes into his body, working a healing in 
and a cure in the name of Jesus. We thank you from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet. The power of God goes into his body. We give your name glory in Jesus name. In Jesus name. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We expect a praise report. Amen. Hallelujah. You got something to say? Okay, what's his name? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Sir, can I pray for you? Can I pray for you? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. How you doing, sir? What's your name? Lamar. Lamar, nice to meet you. Um, you have Jesus as your Savior? Amen. Can I just pray God's blessing on you? Mm -hmm. Father, I pray for Lamar right now in Jesus' name. I pray for his life. Father, may you um, bless his life, Father. As, as Jesus, as, as you are his Lord and his Savior, I pray that you'll bring him to full understanding of who you are and his purpose for your life. I thank you that you have a calling of his life, Father. And I thank you, Father, that he'll fulfill the calling and the purposes of God for his life in Jesus' name. I thank you for peace. What do you need God to do, to do in your life? Is there anything specific that you can share? Not right now. Not right now? Okay. And Father, how's your job situation good? Okay. Um, I'm going to pray for favor for job. Are you in school? Okay. Father, I pray, Father, that for Lamar's um, job, that you continue to bless him on his job. You said you'll bless the work of our hands. I pray that you'll bless the work of his hands. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you would um, give him, continue to give him favor with his bosses and supervisors. And Father, I pray for elevation and promotions and raises. Father, you said, Lord, promotion doesn't come from the north, south, or east, and west, but it comes from you. Promotion comes from the Lord. And I thank you, Father. I claim this for my brother in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, man. Hey, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, you got prayer? You need prayer? Hallelujah. Thank you. Amen. Amen. What, what do you need God to do? Come on, healing. Healing power of God in your hands. Amen. Uh, say, say, say this. Say, Father. Close your eyes and lift up your hands. Father, I receive Jesus as my healer. I look to him. To heal, my body. to heal my body. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm standing in. JC hasn't been feeling well. And I'm also going to say I'm standing for my sister. She has lupus. Okay. Sarcoidosis and all other kind of. Her name is Kim, right? Yeah, Kim. Okay. So JC and Kim. Thank you. Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Jesus.
Come here next Sunday, Lord, and hear his testimony. Yes, Lord. Yes, Father. And Lord, that even at this moment, Lord, that he will recall even the time, Lord, where the healing began to come, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Not me, Lord. Not PD, not the church, your glory. Your glory, Father. Your healing power. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we know that even things that we cannot comprehend that you are, that are sent to you, Lord, Lord, that the ailments and the sicknesses that are in the body, Lord, that the doctors will be baffled, Lord, God, that the researchers will be baffled, in the name of Jesus, yes, yes, the pain that she hears, she may be feeling, Lord, God, may go away in the name of Jesus, that every single cell in her body operates the way that you desire, because you are God, not because we have any power, any specific power in our ourselves, God, because you created her body, Yes, Father. And Lord, that you are the Lord of her body. Lord of every single Lord cell of her body. In the body. You, you are in, 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 in control of every operation that goes on in her body, Lord. And when the flesh wants to do its own thing, Lord, that the spirit will be strong enough, Lord, to put it back in line, oh God. Lord, I ask that you put her body in check. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Your healing power that will overcome Kim. Your healing power that will overcome J.C. Where they are, Lord, that they are healed in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Father. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you. That concludes this week's message, and thank you very much for listening. For more information about Kingdom Living Ministries, please call us at 732-324-2200 or visit our website at kingdomlivingnj.org. Also, you can write to us by mail at P.O. Box 519, Rancocas, New Jersey, 08073. And lastly, if you would like to partner with this ministry through your prayers or financial support, contact us via email at partners at kingdomlivingnj.org. Our prayer is that this message has encouraged you to live out the kingdom of God daily in your life by your obedience to His Word. God bless you.